Welcome back inside the South Orange studios of 89.5 FM WSOU. You are listening to Pirate Primetime, your home for all of our coverage when it comes to Seton Hall Sports. I am your host for this week, Heaven Hill. Joining me, we have the lovely, the talented duo, Wilder Lewis and Christian Gardner. But also joining us now, our special interview guest, head coach of Seton Hall Women's Basketball, Tony Bazella. So, turns out, not Tony Bazella. Not right now, anyway. But he'll be here shortly. Um, just some minor technical difficulties. Hopefully that, that dial tone didn't irk too many of y'all. But while we wait to get Tony Bazella on the phone, Christian, we didn't get to mention this on our women's basketball season preview, but give me one X factor to the Pirates lineup in terms of you know who you think will really shock everyone and, and emerge as a, a big-time contributor. I think we saw it a little bit uh, last season with how she stepped up coming off the bench. And I'm looking at sophomore year, Amari Wright. What is she going to do? I Ooh. feel like as a the sixth woman in, in this rotation, I think she can be that huge spark plug. I mean, we talked all about how good Lauren Park Lane is going to be in that point guard position, but coming off the bench or maybe even going into that starting lineup of Amari Wright. So definitely want to see what she can do here in 2021. Well, Will, I would ask you, you know, who you think you're gonna is going to be an X factor for women's basketball this year, but I don't really care about that too much. What I do care about, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> what I do care about is we have the amazing, the talented head coach, Tony Bazella. Now he's on the phone. What's going on, coach? Hey, guys, I care about what he's going to say. And you will help you. Oh, man. I mean, what is it, X-Factors yes. on the team? I think, yes. honestly, oh, Maya Bembry, I'm going to say, Ooh. is going to be an X-Factor because I, I think, you know, she started a majority, if not all the games last year, I, you know, with eight starts last year as well. I think she was really a contributing factor in some of the wins that uh, the women's team had last year, and I think she's willing to, you know, make that leap this year. So I hope that that's a good X factor for you, Coach Tony Bazella. <laughs> Guys, I, I like that a lot. And um, I've listened to the show. I listen to it every week. But um, I have no voice because we, um, we had a little scrimmage before. But um, I, I, I think you're right on with Maya Bembry. Maya Bembry has gotten herself in great shape. She's played even better than she did last year. She's much more confident. And um, she's doing really well. I think Amari White's going to be a huge X factor as well. She has come in in great shape, and um, she obviously goes against one of the best point guards in the country every day. And she holds her own. She does a great job. I'm really uh, proud of her, and um, I think you got two big X factors right there. Thank you, Coach, for the insight. You mentioned that scrimmage you you did. We saw uh, on Twitter yesterday. You guys were were at Penn State. Was that who you scrimmaged today? Yes, we had um, had a closed scrimmage, which I'm not allowed to talk to against Penn State. But um, it was really good, and um, it was really competitive. And, um, you know, they have a great team with a great coach, the former Marquette coach, so we're good friends. And they play a similar style. So it was really a good um, learning experience for us and a good challenge for us. And um, I was proud of the girls. We did some really good things and um, some things that we need to work on, which will uh, get us ready for a game in uh, – nine days which is amazing isn't it we're excited over here to say the least coach now 
also in that video, we saw a player in a walking boot while you guys had that, that night shooting session. Now, could you give us some insight on who that player was and also, you know, the, the intent of that injury? Sure, you guys do a great job with your research. Um, Sydney sprained her ankle in our inner squad last Saturday, Sydney Cooks. And um, it's just like a precautionary thing. She didn't um, play today, but we expect her back any day now. Our training staff's doing a great job with her. Um, and it was more of a precautionary thing since we were traveling. And uh, she wanted to um, uh, do a little bit of uh, ball handling and stuff. So um, we just wanted to protect her ankle. Okay, that's great to hear, Coach. Now, uh, I had to ask that question because last year on this program, when I asked you about Cortesia Dean, you know, I was really excited for her upcoming season. And then you broke the news on the program that she had torn her ACL, I believe it was, and she would be no, Achilles. Achilles. Yeah, I, Achilles. I always confuse the two of them. But you dropped the news in the no, program that she tore her Achilles and would, would miss the upcoming season. And I felt really bad because I didn't know that. And if I had, then I wouldn't have asked about her. But while we're on the topic of Cortesia Dean, can you give us uh, some some insight on, you know, her upcoming role this season? You know, obviously a, a huge transfer for the program last year. Now this year, you know, she didn't play last season, but she's I'm sure she knows the playbook now and, and she's cool with everyone on the team. Like, just give us some, some insight on what her role will be like this season. You know, we need her. Um, she, she's a very talented player. Um, I think it's going to take her probably, you know, three to six games to get used to the speed in the game after not playing for, you know, almost two years, um, year and a half, I should say. But um, she, she's smart. She can score inside. She can score outside. Um, she's a wonderful, wonderful passer. So I, I, I think she's going to have a huge year for us. We need her to have a big year. Um, you know, whether she starts at the power forward spot, um, small forward spot, or comes off the bench and gives us a great lift there, she's a huge factor into, um, you know, the success that we want to have. Um, I think it's going to take her, like I said, probably three to six games. But I think once she gets used to it, she's going to be dynamite. Coach, I mean, it, it's uh, it's always a great time to hear from you, Coach. You know, anytime I, I see you on campus, you know, I saw you um, at, at the inner or yeah, at the inner squad scrimmage on Seton Hall weekend. You know, it's always a, a great time to see you, Coach. So I just want to just say that first and foremost before I get <laughs> into my question. Um, in terms of in terms of the the new faces that we that we see that the Pirates fans are going to see on this roster this year, you know you mentioned you know Sydney Cooks you know tweaking her her ankle but should be good. You know you also have Katie Armstrong, Ariel Cummings, and just how have they been gelling with the team so far? You know with these practices and then even you know in the scrimmage and, and stuff like that. From a social standpoint, they've gelled great. They're just wonderful young women. Um, our team has done a great job of assimilating them into um, our family. And uh, they're comfortable. I think that's why they'll play better. Um, I do. Um, Sydney's great. I'm a dynamic player. Um, you know, she can score from inside, outside. 6'4", six, 6'5", six, you know, just a, a gifted passer as well. Um, she's going to probably take her a couple games just to, you know, either shake off the ankle um, you know, I don't even want the injuries, shake off the ankle, um, you know, set back a little bit, and then, you know, just get into a rhythm of playing the way we play. But she can do it all. Um, she's going to be a great, great um, help to our program. And then, you know, Katie Armstrong, she, um, she, she um, has played great, has a great chance to start at the power forward spot. Um, 
I think she can score, pass. But really, where I think she separates herself a little bit on this team is her defensive prowess. She's um, got great length. She moves her feet well, and she's a really good uh, help defender. So I think that's something that we need, and I think something she can really um, give us. And then Ariel Cummings is, um, you know, going to play a huge factor as well. Big six three center out of West Virginia has a surprisingly to me had a lot more moves around the basket than I saw. So we just got to give her confidence, um, guys, to do those moves and make those moves. And I think when she does get that confidence. You're going to see, a, a, you know, a player who's going to, you know, have a big impact in the Big East. Uh, she's another one who probably is going to need three to five games just to get used to um, the Big East and the speed and, and, and stuff. But, but she's been wonderful. Defensively, she's been really, really good. And I think offensively she'll continue to improve. And something that I've also saw in terms of the roster, you know, I, I appreciate the insight about all three of those players. There's no freshmen on this year's team. You know, is that something that's by design, or is it something that you wanted to kind of have a little bit more um, older players on the team, or was it just, you know, you saw the, the transfers that were available and it, it just happened that freshmen might have to take a hit this year? It's another fantastic question, and um, it was by design, to be honest. Um, my recruiting coordinator, associate head coach Lauren DeFalco, and I sat down and you know, we didn't get a chance to see any kids play live for about a year because of the pandemic. And we were like, why do we want to take a chance and, you know, go after a kid or sign a kid that we have not seen play live for basically a year? And um, we didn't want to do that. And um, we knew we were going to have a veteran team. So if we took a chance on a freshman, she probably wasn't going to get a chance to play many minutes because we knew we had, you know, some great returners, but also we were going to have a great chance of getting some great um transfers which we did and with Curticia being uh you know redshirted almost we knew she was going to be a new kid and so we didn't think it'd be a great opportunity for a freshman to play let alone someone we hadn't played in person so we said listen we'll take a step back we'll get a couple transfers we know we have a really good veteran team um let's see you know what we do and um you know and then we'll bring some freshman kids in in next year's class for sure Coach, it's great to talk to you here on WSOU. Uh, I'm Christian. I mean, we met in the TV studio a few weeks ago. Um, but here, yeah, you were great. <laughs> uh, but looking at this roster, Coach, there's so many different players that can play a significant role for this team. How do you balance everyone's egos and making sure that everyone's playing a huge part in night in, night out? Christian, tremendous question, and thank you again for your help the other day, by the way. You were wonderful. It just says a lot about what Seton Hall is about. We're about family. We're about helping each other. Um, you know, I, I can't thank you for that um, as we brought a recruit through the, um, uh, the studio. It's a great question, and, you know, it starts with our, you know, our captain, Maya Jackson. She's a selfless person. Um, she cares about the team first. Um, she's in great shape and playing great and looking great. Um, and then, our, you know, our, our, our two quote-unquote, you know, leaders on the court in terms of, you know, playing ability and Andre and, and, and Lauren, you know, they, they have, you know, strong egos and strong confidence because that's what they need to do. But they're selfless in the fact that they want to win. All, they, all our kids care about right now is making the answer of the tournament and winning. And that starts with Maya as our captain and one of our best players and also then, obviously, Andre and Lauren. So I, I, I don't think that's going to be a problem. I know they've assimilated the four new kids, three transfers, and, and Curtis in very well. 
and they were all good players. So if they were concerned about playing time or shots or something like that, then they wouldn't um, probably assimilate those kids just as, as easily. Coach, this team's going to log some air miles this year. I just I know we're going down for business, but you're going to Mexico. All right, we're we're going it's for business, but is there a little bit on the side that you want to see down in Mexico? Yeah, we play Iowa, they're really good and um and that's just going to be a tremendous challenge. You know, we're the only team in the country in their first one, two, three, four, five, like six games they're going to play two first team All-Americans in Paige Beckers and Caitlin Clark. So that's going to be great for us. So we're going to have to, have to be ready to play a great team. And if we want to be considered one of the better teams in the country, we're going to have to do a good job there and, you know, play that team. And then the second team we play on a back-to-back is Toledo, which is the team I think picked in the top three or four of their league that returns like five starters. So we have a great challenge ahead of us. And while it's going to be beautiful down there and, you know, our, our school is great allowing us to travel and, playing these prestigious tournaments, and we wanted to because we want to play some really good teams, at least on a neutral floor. It's going to be a challenge, and, and I will say this about our kids. Do they want to go to Cancun and have a good time? Yes. Do they want to go to Cancun and win? 100%. And that's why I'm excited to go, actually. And let's shift from now all of the, the mileage that you will be logging into now being back at home at Walsh Gymnasium. You know, a majority, if not all, your a majority of your non-conference games will be in Walsh Gymnasium. And, of course, you know, with the pandemic last year, wasn't able to have fans in. And now having a newly renovated Walsh Gymnasium, having a, a very uh, – a team with high expectations this year should bring in a lot of fans into Walsh Gymnasium. So how are you and the team, you know, excited and just taking that in that we finally get to be back with fans this year? So we had dinner with a couple of boosters the other night, um, about four or five of them. And um, we went with um, uh, Amari Wright, who's a, fre- a sophomore, uh, Maya Bembry, who's a junior, but her second year with us, and Skylar Treadwell, another uh, young lady who's a, a sophomore, but her second year. And the fans were trying to explain to the girls where they sit, and the girls looked confused. And I'm like, you don't remember? And I'm like, oh, Geez, of course you don't remember. You haven't played in a game in Walsh Gymnasium with our fans. And it was amazing, like, the, how their eyes lit up and how the fans just just breathed excitement to the girls. I can't wait to see our fans back. I've been um, um, uh, uh, messaging um, the new cheerleader coach, our, our, our Sapphire's dance coach, our band director, saying, I can't wait to see you, I can't wait to see you. Are you guys going to even come for our exhibition game? And they're all like, yep, we'll be there, yep, we'll be there. And it's awesome. Like, our dance team, our cheerleaders, our band, they're so into the game, let alone being so great at what they do, plus our fans. We know Walsh, and now it's beautifully refurbished, but still historic, is one of the hardest places to play in the country. And we need it because – the teams we're playing, UCF, got an at-large over us last year. Um, Mount St. Mary's made the NCAA tournament. Lehigh made the NCAA tournament. Fordham picked third in the Atlantic 10. You know, we have a lot of really good teams coming into our gym that we're going to need our fans to support, let alone the Big East schedule. Now, Coach, you spent some time uh, discussing some of the newcomers on the team, like Katie Armstrong and Ariel Cummings, but uh, – on the, the sidelines, there were some interesting changes as well as Coach DeFalco was promoted to associate head coach and Shekinah Richardson returned to the Pirates as the new director of basketball operations. So could you talk a little bit about those 
uh, staff moves and, and specifically how, you know, will they impact the on-court product for this, uh, uh, excuse me, this upcoming season? Well, you know, we've had a great staff for, for, um, for years now. And, you know, Coach DeFalco clearly deserved being named associate head coach. He's been a spearheaded our recruiting. Coach Flagg um, definitely deserves to take more on a plate and, and, and really expand um, our recruiting bases internationally and with the JUCO. And obviously we have Curtisi and now. Um, so, and those two played for me, so they know me like the back of my hand. And obviously Coach Rubinbos is a senior guy for many years. He does a great job in Coach Sanella. But we lost. We lost two people. Um, uh, Shalia, who had been with me for eight years, um, uh, got a, a new position at Hofstra. And Didi Simmons, who I, you know, how can we all not love her, one of the greatest players ever played in senior history, got a full-time on-the-floor assistant position at St. Bonaventure. So I went to the well, and, and I got um, another former great player in Shakina Richardson, and she's been great. A, a, a little different perspective. You know, great knowledge. Um, she's great with the girls. She's great with me. So it's been great. And, um, you know, I, I'm just thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to have her. And, um, you know, um, Christy Guttridge and Andrew Cates, our two new GAs, have, have seamlessly come in. Andrew does a lot of, um, you know, um, online and Twitter stuff for us and graphics. And Christy does a lot of everything else. So we're blessed. We have a strong, strong staff again. Um, I'm really lucky. Um we work really hard, um, and I think the girls see it and appreciate it, and um, I- I'm blessed to have that. All right. Now, Coach, we, we spent a lot of time uh, pretty much dancing around the topic, but um, Andre Espinosa-Hunter, Lauren Park Lane, those two being named to the Cheryl Miller Award watch list and the Nancy Lieberman Award watch list, just can you talk a little bit about uh, witnessing those two players' development over the past couple seasons? Well, you know, I'll start with Lauren Park Lane, you know. Coach DeFalco found Lauren Park Lane. She um, she said to the staff, we've got to get this kid. Um, you know, we, we believed her. We went out. We got her. And she's turned out to be ten times the player we thought she would be. But she's the same person she, we thought we should be. Great kid. Works hard. Great leader. Always has a smile on her face. Um, tremendous competitor and a winner. So those things we thought we'd get, and we've gotten that and above. But as a player, she just works really hard. She does a lot of work with my staff, specifically Coach Rabimbas, and she's gotten better. Uh, I have to tell you, like she is someone who, who's the, pro- the, the proof is in the pudding. If I work hard, I can get better, and she is. And, and, and I think she's so well deserving of being on that list as one of the best point guards in the country because she is. She still has a long way to go to be reach the goals that she wants and that we want. But what I can tell you is she will continue to work really hard. Andra did one of the most incredible things I've ever been associated with. She practiced five times, as you guys were mentioning before on your show, moved in the starting lineup, averaged close to 20 points a game, became first team all Big East. I mean, who the hell has ever done that? Sorry, heck, has ever done that? It's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. You know, and I'm just so proud of her. And she came in. And she didn't have any preconceived notions of anything. She was an open book, an open slate, and did those things that we asked her to do and then continue to work really hard. One of my, she's my security blanket. My first game, I've told the story many times. Her first game at Providence, she put her arm around me in the middle of the game, and, and I was you know, very passionate, yelling, and I'd just gotten back from being very sick with COVID. She put her arm around me, and she goes, 
Coach B, we got this. I'm like, no, no, no. She goes, we got this. And just that calming influence for me helped me a lot. And I want to be that for her. You know, um, she's, she's expanded her game. Um, she's got to become a, an elite defender to play in the next level, and I know she's working on it. Um, but she's, compa- um, she's really her offensive game has expanded so much. She's got great pull-up, drives the ball to the basket. Her range is even deeper. So um, she's rebounding the ball better. Um, so those things are all positive. So we've just got to get those two to understand you're going to be the target every game. I think the quote that I got from the Penn State coach was they're like Batman and Robin. Um, so they have to understand people are going to be gunning for them. They're fortunate that Maya Jackson has improved so much, so it gives us another tremendous option. Sydney Cooks is a tremendous option. And, again, some of the other players that we have or newcomers have all gotten better. But those two are going to, you know, are going to be a big factor and to see how well we do. If they play well, we're going to be, you know, right there. If they don't play well, we're going to probably struggle a little bit, to be blunt. Coach, I mean, we, we've been talking about basketball for, for the last 20 minutes, but I kind of want to deviate from that a little bit as today is Halloween, and I know um, you you had to deal with the scrimmage and, and a lot of basketball stuff over this past weekend, but, you know, what were your plans for Halloween or, like, you and your family? You know, what, what were some of the things that you've done for this weekend? Well, I have um, two older kids, so that was kind of out. But I have a two-year-old um, puppy named Max, and those of you who follow me on Twitter, he's, he's my star. Um, so we were dressing him up as a referee so that I could <laughs> yell at him all day and not really get in trouble. So, you know, um, but uh, seriously, we wanted to my, – my family walked him around, and uh, he's really popular with the kids. We have a great um, development where there's a lot of young kids. So he's the guy – so they were going to do that. I, I, I missed it. But I will tell you what's really nice. Our, our GAs and our Matt and our, our, our and Shakina made a great um, little uh, Halloween bag um, for our kids. And so that was great. And then when we got to Penn State, before the game today, we walked in the locker room and they had goodie bags for all our kids saying, Happy Halloween. So it was really nice. So I missed those days. One day I'll hopefully be a grandfather and be able to do that. I felt bad for, um, you know, my associate head coach, Lauren DeFalco, and some of my other assistants who have younger, um, you know, nieces and nephews. But, you know, we know this is part of our job. And when we told the kids we were playing on Halloween, they're like, okay, let's go. They wanted to play. And, you know, that was the only day we really could make it work. So, um, you know, I love Halloween. I think it's a great holiday. When I was at Seton Hall, we had a a big dance. I, um, Father Costa, who um, I don't think is working there anymore, gave me his – you know, his priest um, uh, wardrobe, and I wore that. So that was unique, and it's something I'll never forget. All right, Coach. Well, it was awesome to talk to you. You know, any final thoughts before we, we wrap this interview up? We're excited. Um, your coverage is fantastic. I'm so happy to have you back traveling with us. When my, SW, when my SID, uh, Matt Sweeney, asked me, you know, would it be okay if they came? And I'm like, would it be okay I love them to come. They're part of our family. They, they, they help, you know, our brand so much. They do such a great job. So we're so happy that SOU is going to travel with us again. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate it very much. The girls appreciate it very much. There's nothing like the SOU pregame show, which I love to do, as you know, and, uh, and stuff. So that I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your coverage and caring about women's basketball. We have a great bunch of young ladies we ask our fans, even this Friday, to come out for the exhibition game just to see our girls. Like I said, most I would say 
75% of our girls, like Andre Espinosa, you know, Amari Wright, Maya Bembry, they've never played in front of our fans. And our fans are the best. So please come out, you know, this Friday's the exhibition game, but certainly next Tuesday night against Mount St. Mary's, who's, you know, like I said, picked first in their league and coming off an NCAA bid. We're going to need your enthusiasm and uh, your uh, cheering for us. Of course, Coach. We'll be there in the Crow's Nest broadcasting that game this Friday against St. Thomas Aquinas, to say the least. But thank you, Coach, for coming on Pirate Primetime and talking to us uh, so long. It was awesome talking to you. Always a great time listening to you and getting that insight. All right, you got to promise me one thing. You're going to let me come in the studio one of these days, too. Oh, I of love course. that, 100%. and I love to see how you guys operate. Of course. All right, so that's a deal, right? I'm going to take a couple of my players, and we'll go in the studio, all right? That sounds like a tremendous time. I'm, uh, I'm cool with that. Exactly. I'll make sure I'm there 100% of the way. <laughs> all right. And, 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 I, and I'm bringing coffee and donuts that day. So Ooh, you, you let me know, and I'll, I, and I'll bring the food. <laughs> Coach, that sounds like a fantastic time. I'm all for that. I'll, I'll put your people in contact Thank with my people. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. All right, guys. Thanks again. I look forward to listening to the rest of the show. Have a wonderful day. You too, Coach. You too, Coach.